welcome to the Sister Stories podcast. This podcast's aim is to marvel at God's sovereignty over each of our lives as women and to encourage one another by sharing our stories. My name is Sophie and today I'm joined by Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Um, so first of all, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, so my name is Laura, obviously. Um, I'm an accountant. I work in the city. I'm married to Craig and I have a one-year-old son called Ezra mm -hmm. and another one on the way. Great. <laughs> nice. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about your journey to faith in Christ. Yeah. Um, but to start off, could you tell me a bit about your family backgrounds? Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian household. Um But my parents came to faith when I was young, so we didn't really start going consistently to church until I was around six. Um, but yeah, so I did, I did grow up with faith in the house, which was a blessing for sure. Mm. And can you describe for us a little bit what type of church you were going to, what it was like to be in that church? Yeah, so um, we went to quite a conservative church in Wimbledon. Um, it was a great church for good... Um, theological teaching but I found it um slightly oppressive as as a young person to be in that church um but it gave me a really good basis of theological knowledge which mm. has served me very well later down mm. the line okay so um did you have a Sunday school or a youth group or, or some kind of yeah so we went to Sunday school um all the normal groups and to youth groups and then um we also went to summer camps christian summer camps um from when i was about 11 mm. to when i was 18 um so yeah wow good. okay so would you say that um you had a clear exposure to the gospel at that point that you you had heard it and you knew what the gospel was i would say that i i definitely had um probably an intellectual understanding of of what the gospel mm. was I knew that Jesus had died to save me and that was because I was sinful um but I think for me when I was younger it was much more of a head knowledge than a heart knowledge mm. yeah okay um so I wonder with that what you thought of God at the time whether it was so you're saying it's it didn't really apply to your life probably <laughs> yeah. um what did you think about gods did you think he was your father or did you think he was just this distant figure um I probably thought I had an understanding that he was my father I think my a lot of my struggle was with the church that I was at mm. and whilst I felt like I had an understanding of grace it felt mm. a lot more like there was pressure to be a certain way and to act a certain way um without a full appreciation of the fact that we are humans and we're sinful and mm. we mess up all the time yeah okay so um <clears throat> would you say that all that knowledge you had had an impact before was it just as you say something you try to follow in terms of rules but not really i don't know um an attitude change I guess yeah I, I feel like my heart wasn't really changed at that point so yeah. I I had an understanding of how I should be or how I should feel but I I didn't feel like my heart was really changed to act that way and that's what I slightly battled with um yeah. as a teenager and then leaving um home to go to university mm. 
Yeah. So tell us a bit about what happened when you went to university. Yeah. So um, I went to university in London. Um, I almost immediately met a boy that I started going out with and a lot of my university life was I guess dominated by that relationship Mm. um I also went to university that was quite hard work it wasn't an easy an easy (laughs) time trying to get a degree so um I worked quite hard because I had to Mm. um and I did I I knew that I should be going to church Mm. and I tried a couple of churches didn't settle into one or felt like places were um particularly welcoming or mm. yeah. yeah okay so you quickly stopped going to church then at that time well I just didn't I was never consistent with mm. it so I'd visit yeah. a church and then maybe mm. I'd go back three weeks later or I'd start doing the student ministry but I, I wouldn't mm. be a I wouldn't be committed to doing it like it would be very easy for me to something would come up and I just wouldn't go so Mm. yeah I I feel like I knew that I should but my again my heart was not Mm. the motivation of my heart was not right Mm, right okay I wonder from then how how you ended up coming back towards the church maybe can you tell us a little bit about what happened next really and how how that change happened yeah of course so um the guy that I met at university, he he had an understanding that I professed to be a Christian and mm-hmm. that it was important to me that he had the same faith. So he professed that faith um, and we, we ended up getting married. Mm. Um, but I don't think for him it was ever... It, he was saying it for me rather than mm. it was actually something that he believed in or valued. Um, so yeah, we got married and very quickly after we got married, his mental health declined very, very quickly. And so we were married for um, four years and I did my best to try and make it work and support him. But it was um, it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. And at, so in the end, we, um, in not great circumstances, ended up splitting up and I was very angry with God at that time um so I spent the next few years really trying to find fulfillment in all the things of this world that you try and find Mm. fulfillment in um I was quite successful in my career um I was going out a lot I spent a lot of time with friends but really my mental health had suffered so Mm. um I found myself very depressed very anxious my head just was not a nice mm. place to be and in the end I just felt like I really just needed to get stuck back into a church but having had the experiences I'd had with the church I grew up in I was slightly anxious about doing that particularly because I was divorced by that mm. point um so God was very gracious in needing me to a church um that was very close to my house and the timing worked and I just found myself driving there every Sunday it was not a it was not a hard decision to go or something that I had to force myself to do I just found myself going and really it was from there that I got stuck into that church um and yeah just got brought back to relationship with God and um and a 
and that I would say was when my heart really changed um, my my motivations for going and getting involved were not because I felt like I had to anymore mm, yeah is there something um something in particular other I guess sorry um do you feel like it was just all this all these emotions that forced you to go back to God because you you felt a need for him or were there maybe people in the church that encouraged you or, or things you heard in the teaching that encourage you to go in that direction or maybe is it a mix of everything as um, I think it was a bit of a mix mm. um I definitely felt like I knew that God it was God that was missing it wasn't mm. that I was searching for what was missing I I knew that it was mm. it was God um and then going going to this church I think I was I was blessed by the people that I met and going to a church knowing absolutely no one is pretty daunting yeah. um but I just managed to get stuck in with people who had they had I guess things that I could relate really closely to so I made really good friends with one girl whose brother had just got divorced and so she had a real understanding of everything that goes with that and the emotions and yeah. so that was a real I didn't I never felt judged there and I think that was really important to me yeah do you feel that was then very far away from your church when you were little then yeah I yeah it felt it felt much more just open to people being mm. people and us being fallen and everything yeah. that comes with that um obviously there was an acceptance that we're we're on a journey and mm. that's not the end goal that um god doesn't want us to um go through those things and and marriages to fall apart but things happen and i felt like there was much more of an acceptance that mm. we do live in a in a fallen yeah. world yeah um i wonder how your family responded even if they were christians but how how did they respond to your journey really into all these stages in your life yeah I think for for my parents it was it was really hard and mm. a lot of the time they didn't really know how to help me mm. I remember my mum once asking me what can I do to help you and my response was you can't really do anything it's just not my own head is not a nice place to be at the moment mm. um and they were desperate for me to go back to church yeah. um so when I went back to church I think they were just very relieved um the church that I went to was a much more charismatic church so I think mm. there was a they were slightly hesitant in some ways about what the teaching was there but they were just overall <laughs> completely just joyful that, that I was there yeah so oh, that's good yeah. yeah I'm sure they were praying for, maybe they said that to you afterwards that they were praying for you anyway yeah I mean I think time. to my parents the fact that I am where I am now is just an absolute miracle. <laughs> so having seen what, I guess what happened, like particularly over my twenties. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think for all of us, it is a miracle wherever we've come from mm. that, that we've just been able to turn our eyes towards mm. Christ really is just a miracle, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And 
I think the fact that I just found myself driving to that church every week is just mm. a testament to like none of it was in my own strength because mm. when I tried to do it in my own strength it all went horribly wrong <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah definitely um okay can you I mean, we haven't finished the story because obviously you are married to yeah. now Craig yeah um and you have Ezra yeah and um all of that so can you tell us a little bit how how that happened how you met yeah so um I was going to that church for a couple of years um and I was I really I really wanted to meet someone but it just wasn't really happening for me mm. um I ended up going on a Christian dating site because my mom told me she felt like I needed to. <laughs> um, and so I went on there and um, I ended up meeting Craig. Um, mm. We started talking when I was on a mission trip in the Philippines. So we spent a couple of weeks um, chatting. And then almost as soon as I got back, we went into lockdown. <laughs> but um, we managed to to meet up and then just spent a lot of lockdown um chatting on the phone we did bible mm. studies together talked about lots of different subjects and mm. um just really made sure that we had an understanding of what was important to one another mm. um and then we got married in September 2020 mm. and then had Ezra about 10 months later mm. <laughs> Don't wait. It's a bit of a whirlwind. <laughs> no waiting around. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, yeah. No, that's great. And obviously, you've you've arrived in Cornerstone. Yeah. How did you hear about Cornerstone? How did you come to come here? Really? Yeah. So um, Craig went to a church in Market Harbour, and mm. um, that was part of FIEC. Mm. And when we were going through our pre-marriage um, counselling. Um, with his pastor, um, Johnny, we really discussed what kind of church we would end up at. And mm. Johnny, um, has a good understanding of Cornerstone and, mm-hmm. um, of Pete and <laughs> the kind of church. That's always helpful. I know. And, um, the kind of church that Cornerstone is, the amount of, um, just amazing works that goes on here and, mm. and how involved it is as a church and suggested that it would be a good fit for both Craig and I. Because mm. for me, that was one of the things I was concerned about having come from a very conservative background that I found difficult. Mm. I then ended up in quite a charismatic church, which was not where Craig was <laughs> at the time. So one of my biggest worries was even though we had um theologically the same basis was finding a church that suited us both Mm. and I think it's safe to say we found that in Cornerstone yeah that's good yeah great um so it feels like your your married life was probably quite intense from the beginning can you tell us a little bit about things you have learned in that time of being in lockdown and just newlywed and all of that and also in the last couple of years I guess yeah so I think I think definitely having a good theological basis and understanding that you're both on the same page with those Mm. absolutely non-negotiable things is really important Mm. and whilst I definitely had issues with the church I was at when I was younger the teaching set me up really well for Mm. um for later in life um I also would say that 
me and Craig had disagreements about various different things or we would challenge each other and whilst that sometimes can be difficult actually it was such a learning opportunity Mm. um for me and I'm very lucky to live with a very wise man who I can ask questions of all the time Mm. when I don't understand something and he even if he doesn't know the answer he will help me think about those things so Mm. I would definitely say having a good theological basis and finding wise people to ask questions of um, Mm. is really important and then I found having Ezra is just the it's probably the most sanctifying thing that you could possibly go through because in marriage you obviously get chipped away at your selfish Mm -hmm. um, tendencies but having a having a child is that on an absolute another level so Mm -hmm. that's been a journey for sure and I've been blessed to be supported by various people and Mm -hmm. um, it's amazing to be in a church where there are lots of um, mums and babies and Mm. people that you can um, call upon for help as and when you need it yeah and it's amazing how even through being exposed to various types of churches and as you said having the anxiety of finding the right church for you God brought brought you to these different churches along the way but here ultimately and and finding that middle ground as you were saying for both of you and hopefully growing in that environment as well um great um if there was one thing that you feel god has been teaching you in throughout these years what would you say it is i think probably to trust in him and Mm. no matter what your plans are they might not be his plans um and in difficult times i've really been taught that I just need to turn to him and actually Mm. when you have nothing else like God is always good and if you fall on your knees and call out to him he's listening Mm. so I think that's been and I that's come out in the past few years in difficult times um Mm. that my family have been through and um particularly with illnesses that Mm. my reaction was to just fall down on my knees and call out to him Mm. rather than question him and why things were happening yeah yeah and it's important isn't it because you went from a very head knowledge of who God was which is obviously very important but then learning in your life how to depend on him through these situations that you were that he brought you through really so in a sense yeah he brought about that that miracle of you turning from something very intellectual yeah. to something very personal yeah and much deeper really yeah, yeah and I mm. and I feel like investing in spending time getting to know God better and investing in your relationship with him is invaluable and I'm still on a journey with that um for sure but it's you can't replace it really yeah no, that's right. Um, if there was a piece of advice you would give to perhaps younger Christians or people on that journey, what would you say to them? <laughs> that's a hard one. <laughs> um, I probably would say to sur- 
to to find those people that are mm. um perhaps older than you or more knowledgeable than you or mm. further along in the journey to ask questions of and mm. don't be scared to challenge yourself on things that are difficult or you find emotionally challenging mm. just because the the bible will have an answer yeah um it's just finding finding it and understanding it and mm. um helping helping you to trust in the lord mm. yeah i think we all need to remember that don't we <laughs> that's yeah. great thank you so much laura for sharing your story with us today and that's all for today's episode of sister stories everyone but join us again next time Thank you.